Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that pits two movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This week, in the red corner, one of the most popular online role-playing games in the history of the planet gets the big screen treatment, but can condensing a gazillion hours of story into just 120 minutes work? Duncan Jones gives it a shot in 2016's Dumb, 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 Dumb Warcraft. (laughs) While in the blue corner, grab your D20 and Chris Pine, because the granddaddy of fantasy roleplay gets its own movie again. But can the Curse of 2000's version be broken? Well, be your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves. For years, our world has been at peace. But something is coming. I can feel it. Dark forces are upon us. Find these beasts, or whatever they are. Here's the thing. We're a team of thieves. And when you do this, you're bound to make enemies. Sometimes those enemies come looking for revenge. It's some fantasy role-playing rumble this week, but which film is better? Let's find out together. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Butters. I've led thousands of warriors into battle, but I fear being a father. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. And that is your lot for this week and 
Uh, pulling back the curtain. Indeed, next week as well. So true. Yeah, Chris is currently flying over the Atlantic as we speak towards Austin, Texas, where he's attending this year's Fantastic Fest. But if you are missing your fix of Chris Tilly, a.k.a. Chris Thrilly, he was my guest on my other podcast just the other week, A Trip to the Movies, which you can find on all podcast platforms. So if you want your fix of the Thrillinator, head over to A Trip to the Movies, have a listen. It's a great episode, as you'd imagine, because we know each other. You do. We know each other. Yeah. We've done 400, 400 episodes of this show, we I just know. found out. I know. Four we just found out because we didn't know. We didn't count. <laughs> we didn't, I lost count. Do you know what? That's true. We, look, we don't count because of the love. And it's not a job. It's not a labour. It's something we do for love. I mean, it's certainly not a job. There's, no, there's, <laughs> there's no remuneration involved. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we do it because we fucking love it. It's true. We love you. Truth. You and you and especially you. So, Chris is away, but welcome to part one of Warcraft versus Dungeons and Dragons. If you are new to the show, this is how it works. We'll be doing Warcraft today in D&D on Thursday, at which point we will declare which is the better film. I'm, an interest in, I'm interested in this battle. I'm very interested. Yeah. I thought I had it. Done. Me too. And I've I, changed my mind. Interesting. And maybe you will change it again. I, I hope so, but I hope you might change mine too. Pressure. Jeopardy. <laughs> jeopardy. 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 So the clue Chris gave on last week's show, no, sorry, the clue Vicky gave on last week's show was... Game on. Game on. Yeah. Not a lot of guesses based on that. Fine. I think we had tag and something else game related from Sam at Smash, Body and Mind. Cool. Uh, but I followed it up on Twitter with, I think you might like this... I'm going to roll the dice with this Love clue. Love that! Then a gif of Mariah Carey singing fantasy. <laughs> That's what? great! That is in the Premier League of clue giving. Fantastic. Someone got it immediately. Uh, so, your guess has arrived through a portal on our Twitter, where we're at ClashPod. If you'd like to follow us for loads of exciting behind-the-scenes pod action, also on Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod. And if you're in the business for a little extra clash of the visual variety, please subscribe to our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel and help us grow the pod. So, uh, guess-wise, I think a couple of people got confused. And indeed, you asked this question when you rang me just the other week. Yep. What is Warhammer? What is Warhammer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because I bang on about Warhammer 40k so much that people have gone, it must be Warhammer. Is there a Warhammer film? There's a very old animated Ultramarines Warhammer 40k movie. British, not very good. And I mean, not terrible, but just not very good. Okay. But there isn't a Warhammer movie. Right. No. Fine. Uh, there is an upcoming Warhammer 40k TV series. When you say 40k, what? 40,000? 40,000, 40, yes. 40,000 what? Yeah, it's a, an age in the future. It's the it's the 41st millennium. Cool. And yeah, there's only war. <laughs> Fine. That's, that's all there is. Okay. Yes. Right. So the Horus Heresy has taken place and the Emperor right. is on his golden throne being kept alive. But war is everywhere. Right. There's just been a, a, a tyrannid horde attack mankind. Yeah. But they've got some Terminators, so they're all right. Fantastic. Did, did you want that much detail? <laughs> it means nothing. None right. of it means anything. So, okay. yes. Okay. You know? Sure, sure. I think it's pronounced tyrannid, actually. I've always called them tyrannids since I was a kid. Right. They're aliens. <laughs> Xenomorphs, if you will. Right, that's enough about Warhammer 40k, because we're not talking about that. Uh, but some people did think it was Warhammer, uh, so uh, I'm sorry, you didn't get it right. Uh, it was Gary Dunn, but he corrected himself, and someone else uh, guessed Warhammer versus Dungeons & Dragons. But the correct answer is... 
From Craig Main. <laughs> well done, Craig Main. He said Warcraft the beginning versus Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Right. Its alternative title was Warcraft the beginning, although perhaps it would better be known as Warcraft the beginning, middle and end. Sure. Because... There wasn't any more. We'll talk about it. Uh, so your prize this week, Craig Main, is to try and work out what the hell is going on in the film Warcraft. It's bewildering at times, but fun bewildering. Uh, OK, connection section. What do you got? Giant flying birds. Uh, Great. Eating a bit of meat. <laughs> you know, the medieval. Everywhere looks like Munich. Um, well, Does it? I've never been. Nice, but have you not? Uh, is, is, have you been, I mean, this is from experience. This isn't from yes. the uh, well, interweb. Not everywhere. I mean, that uh, that sort of oldie-worldy, European-looking, fabled, Hans Christian Andersen. I'm da, not going to lie. Da, da. Munich sounds great. Munich is good anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the, the European nice-looking bit, as mm. opposed to the not. Teleportation portals. Yes. Big part of Warcraft, also useful uh, in D&D. Cameos. Weird cameos. What's a weird cameo in... Oh, in Warcraft. Yeah. But he ended up on the cutting room floor. I saw Glenn Close in this film, and I wasn't expecting to see Glenn Close. Is Glenn Close in this film? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I can't wait. Don't have that. That's Am I amazing. wrong? Glenn Close. Where does she appear? She's... Oh, God. I don't know anyone's name. He got he <laughs> goes through the dark bit with the purple bits, and there's a woman there going, from darkness comes light. Oh! Isn't that Glenn Close? The, uh, the uh, Ioli or something. I, I, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the garlic mayonnaise woman. That's, uh, <laughs> I don't know her name. Yeah, sure. Is that Older Glenn Close? Lady. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. The one I thought you were going to mention was uh, Chesney Hawks was in this playing the loot. Really? Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't make the final cut because... Duncan Jones has used uh, I have done yeah. uh, sung by Bob Dylan on <laughs> Really? <laughs> Better? Yeah, all right. It, he's more talky. I'm, You're I'm, actually singing. Oh, that's very good. Thanks. I like that. Yeah, third time's a charm. Yeah, adding that to the portfolio <laughs> alongside Al Pacino, but not Arnold Schwarzenegger yet. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Jess Chesney Hooks. Uh, Duncan Jones used I Am the One and Only as. Um, I think it was the alarm in Moon. It was the ringtone in Source Code. So we wanted to use it in this. Oh, wow. Okay. But I guess seeing someone singing I'm the one and only may have taken you out of the movie, especially if that's someone's Chesney fucking Hawks. Yeah. Uh, hiding babies. Hiding babies. Both hide babies. <laughs> Dead mums. <laughs> Dead mums. Yeah. yeah. Uh, assembling humans in one place for a climax in which magic will kill them. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh Inexperienced wizards becoming more powerful yes, by the end. That's a standard of the genre, is it not? Uh, you wizard are rubbish, and so now you're fantastic. I guess Gandalf becomes Gandalf the White in Lord of the Rings, yep. so he gets more powerful. Okay. Yep, sure. Why not? That's enough, yeah? Uh, yeah. All right, then. On Thursday, V will be the dungeon master, which means today I am Leroy Jenkins. Viral video from about 20 years ago. Let me take you on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> that reference is dated. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Uh, it's too much to explain. All right, fine. Don't worry about it. And everyone knows it. Uh, well, Apart if you, from me. Those who know. If you know, know. you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> so, that was for you. There's a special little treat for you, the ones who know. Fine. Welcome to the party. Uh, let me take you on a journey. Listen up, V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Dranoa is dying. But Gul'dan opens the dark portal to Azrioth, even though Duratan is not convinced, nor Draka, who hides Goel. Adewin Lothar is called back to Stormwind and must seek the help of Medev 
at Karazan, arriving with Kadagar. They only learn of the fell then. Duratan offers Lothar help, but Orgrim betrays him. Medivh saves Lane and Lothar. Kalan dies. Gul'dan kills Duratan. Forces arrive from Draenor. Draka dies. Kadagar kills Medivh. Garona kills Lane. Lothar takes Lane and Gul'dan's lives. Goel is found. The end. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Lothar takes Lane and Gul'dan lives. <laughs> Goel is found. The end. Did you get all that? Yeah, I did. I'm a little bit discombobulated now because I thought you were going to be good at this. <laughs> Are you not? Like that? Obviously, that's factually accurate. That's factually I accurate. Yeah. I just thought you'd... The... I've never played Warcraft. Have you not? Why? Do you know what? This is an interesting thing. Yeah. I think we should say up front. Yeah. This is coming from two movie fans, and we watched Warcraft as a movie with very little knowledge of the lore of Warcraft, which I think is fine. We are not watching this for, uh, like, uh, it, it, with with an eye on, you know, the Easter eggs, the no. things, the little bits and pieces that people go, well, that they got that wrong within the game's rules. We don't know that. Yeah. This is just a movie to us. Yeah. So that's a good point, V. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Right then. So, individual histories with this movie. V. I didn't even know it was a film until you told me it was about two weeks ago, and I thought it was Warhammer. Yep. So that's where I am. Yeah. <laughs> I will say right now, though, just to. I really enjoyed it mm. as a film because mm. I have absolutely no idea what is going on. Do you know what? I was watching it and I thought you might enjoy it. I did. Because of how batshit it is at times because of the mad narrative turns it takes which are just completely at odds with what you imagine a 200 million dollar blockbuster yeah. to contain in the narrative it's not a cookie cutter no. marvel cinematic universe it style movie it leans into different things that you think oh that's really brave for this for the the medium in which you are working kind yeah. of thing i got a list at the end of all the crazy things that i did not expect to happen in this movie that said i had seen it once before um and I enjoyed it. Yes. I was looking forward to revisiting it. Um, I, I've watched the Leroy Jenkins video. Sure. So I'm Who a, hasn't? I'm aware of Me. that. Yeah. Uh, I've watched the brilliant South Park episode. Oh, okay. That was very good about Warcraft. Um, so again, this is the second watch for me and... I did enjoy it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. So let me tell you a little bit about this movie. It is one of the most popular MMOs, massive multiplayer online games in the history of the internet. It is still big today. So, of course, it was going to get a movie made by Blizzard, the video game developer. They first started making noises about making a movie set in the universe in 2006. And by 2007, they teamed up with Legendary Pictures and were eyeing a 2009 release date. So they said at the time at a conference in 2007, they were looking to find someone of the Zack Snyder caliber to yeah. helm this. Okay. They wanted to go with the 300 kind of vibe. This is the 300 Zack Snyder we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, They wanted him. And they wanted it to be set in the universe of the very first World of Warcraft game, which was a real-time strategy game, not the Warcraft we know now. Okay. It was a real-time strategy game on the PC and the Mac. And then I think someone went... That wasn't a big game, though. <laughs> we, we should definitely do it based in this world. Yeah, the big one. The one that's global, that we have like a billion subscribers. That will watch the film. Yeah, let's do that. And so they scrapped the notion and then they made it set in the current Warcraft universe. And they said, again, in 2007, the film would blend elements of other big action titles, Gladiator, 300, 
and Braveheart. Okay. So that was the vibe they were going for in 2007. Uh, They said it wasn't going to be a journey type of tale like Lord of the Rings. Instead, it was going to focus on the growing (laughs) Such a good idea to slag off Lord of the Rings. And they'll say, fuck Lord of the Rings. We don't want that level of success. (laughs) I mean... I hate Lord of the Rings. Lord of the... Boring. Whatever. Do something different. That's what we call it in the Blizzard office. Lord of the Boring. Snore of the Rings, right? Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but the CEO came up with Lord of the Boring, so we have to say that. Even though Boar of the Rings is better... Isn't that right, everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We never say bore of the rings, even though we know it's better. Yeah. Lord of the boring. Uh, So, uh, Legendary said uh, when it came to ratings, people were fascinated whether it was going to be an R rater, you're going to see blood and guts and everything. And uh, their response was, it's Warcraft. Not pillow craft. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Again, the CEO who came up with it, they were like... Can we not say that out loud, though? He's like, no, but, but think think about it. Lord of the Boring, yeah. Warcraft, not Pillowcraft. I don't think you need to come to the conference, guys. I'll just, I'll feel this on my, working that. on a type on a 5 for the store. It's not Pillowcraft silence. And someone's like, inside <laughs> the empty hand Uh Yeah, so everything goes quiet for a bit. A lot of uncertainty about who's going to direct it. Then, 2009, <laughs> gone. The release date goes by. And then Uwe Boll, Uwe Boll, the legendary schlockmeister from yeah. Germany. He's directed a lot of video game to movie adaptations. House of the Dead. Yeah. Watch that. I mean, it is, I put it in the so bad, it's very, very fun to watch category. Okay. Sword fighting zombie. Interesting. Uh, Alone in the Dark and Postal. Uh, so he throws his hat into the ring. Uh, he uh, said on MTV Movies uh, that he wanted to do it and then... They interviewed Blizzard, and Blizzard went, we will not sell the movie rights, not to you, especially not to you. Right. <laughs> and so he doesn't get it. Um, then Sam Raimi's attached. Makes sense. For a bit. And uh, it looks like it's going ahead. And then he says, I, I can't do it. I want to do Oz the Great and the Powerful. Right. That's what he always kept saying. <laughs> he got out of a lot of movies by going, oh, yeah. that was the great and the powerful. Yeah. I mean, again, I just, I'd have loved to have seen a Sam Raimi version. I, I love Duncan Jones' version, but it's Sam Raimi. It'd be interesting to see what he did. Although then again, you know, you watch Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and you're like, there's not enough Raimi in it. And I wonder whether the Raiminess might have been watered down. Maybe. Maybe. So... It's announced that Duncan Jones is going to be the director following up Moon and Source Code. Uh, He said uh, that he wasn't sure if he wanted to do it until he saw David Finch's The Social Network. Right. Mm. He said he felt confident in making a film based on an RPG after watching that. He explained the source of your material is not necessarily going to dictate whether you can make a good movie. It's finding an element of truth in it or a thread with which you can build a story around. All those things are true. Mm. I don't see it's like, and then I watched The Social Network (laughs) and I realised I was right. I mean, you, you wonder whether there was a big pause between those two sentences and the journalist just condensed them. Oh, oh, by the way, I just watched The Social Network. thought that was great. Anyway, let me answer to your question. <laughs> yeah. And so, time for some casting possibilities on the shortlist for Lothar, Masters of Magic, Spells and Illusion. What's that? Oh, that's Mandrake. Do you remember Defenders of the Earth? Yes. Only at the time I've heard the name Lothar. So how's it go? It goes, Master of Magic, Spells and Illusion, Enemies, Crumble and Fear and Confusion. Mandrake, <laughs> defenders of the earth, defenders. I don't think I can remember Lothar's. His strength I... was a legend, his skills conquer all. Armed with his power, we never shall fall. Lothar, defenders of the earth, defenders. I could remember it. And yet when you're trying to log in to do your Sainsbury's Big Shop, you can't remember your password, but you've still got that. Mm. 
Okay. Did you never watch Defenders of the Earth? Well, I did, but I don't remember. Defenders <laughs> <laughs> of the Earth? No, but I don't word for word remember the song. It's great. Great stuff. Great. Our four new young heroes proving their worth. Four become eight. Defending the Earth. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. That's the best bit. Defenders. <laughs> Fine, sorry, carry on. Anyway, on the shortlist for Lothar, uh, Viking star Travis Fimmel, who eventually gets the part, Anson Mount, who you can currently see being brilliant as Captain Pike in the excellent Star Trek Strange New Worlds on Paramount+. Plus. He was up for it. Uh, I could have seen Anson Mount doing it. Yeah. Very, very good looking. I didn't know who this Travis Fimmel was until I watched this, because I haven't seen Vikings. Yeah, me neither. But apparently it was big and he was very good in it. He's very good in this. Uh, Raised by Wolves. Did you watch that Apple TV series? The no, Ridley, the Ridley Scott, Scott yeah. thing. No. He's good in that. It's yeah. mad. It's a mad series. It sort of goes from one thing to a completely different thing halfway through it. Is I... it dismissive that he's got a very Tom Hardy thing about him? It's the fit. Not, not to, like, the girth of the man. Is it hot in here? <laughs> The face, the voice, the... Sorry. <laughs> no one can see you do that. <laughs> That's just for you. But... I wish I knew mm. it, frankly. But just, I don't know, just something about him. Just the sort of, uh, you know, like lost little boy eyes, scary voice. Mm. I like what he does with the character. We'll sure. talk about it. I think, you know, at the time I watched it the first time, I was like, so your sort of hard as nails, Aragorn-esque hero yep. opens by looking into the barrel of a gun and then can't climb the stairs at Karazhan without being out of breath. Oh, yeah. Interesting choices. I suppose it's just very high. <laughs> we need to make... We need, we've just shown an exterior <laughs> shot of how high it is, but if we but could no really <laughs> emphasise that with you being out of breath, aren't I, aren't I, I like sort really of strong the hero. hero of Stormwind? Just do it, Travis. But it is, it's so high. I haven't seen Vikings either, so just do it. <laughs> Tom Hardy couldn't do this, so you do that and then we're good. Uh, for Kadagar, the young What's mage. What's Kadagar? Yeah, Kad- Kad- you're going to have to say young magician. All right. Or young wizard, I will accept. Or mage? Yeah. yeah. Fine. Yes. He's a young mage, yeah. so that would help. Okay. Uh, he's a young mage. His name is Kadagar. Got it. He's a young guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Uh, the late Anton Yelchin was up for it. Uh, Paul Dano. Oh, okay. For it as well. Sure. Uh, but it goes to Ben Schnetzer in the end. Uh, Paula Patton, obviously, announced this Garora, uh, Garona. Gee, I keep right. Do you know how many times? Green, athletic, yeah, right. warrior, Gamora, <laughs> Gamora, Gamora, over and over again. I've had to change it. Garona. Uh, you just Col- think my Corona, my Garona. Easy. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Ben Foster, uh, he was cast uh, in a role that was originally offered to Colin Farrell. Really? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. He said he absolutely loved the script and he couldn't make it work in the end, but he was 50-50 for a long time on it. Wowzers, yeah. Mm. That would have been interesting. I like Ben Foster very much. Uh, I think this role would be more fun if it was Colin Farrell, maybe just a bit campier, which is what I wanted. Interesting. It's super serious. I think... Ben Foster is possibly one of the most underrated, brilliant actors working today. And I do not do not know why he is not like constantly mentioned in the same yeah. breath as the best actors sure. of his generation. Because, I mean, he's just so good. Did you see Helen Highwater? No. Oh, he's, he's just amazing. Isn't it? I just honestly, I could watch the guy paint a wall. <laughs> Read the phone ball. <laughs> That's from 20 years ago too. <laughs> Getting old. Uh, now, we've got a script by Charles Levitt uh, who had written K-Pax and Blood Diamond at this point. He'd go on to write The Heart of the Sea, the uh, excellent Ron Howard movie with Chris Hemsworth that literally no one saw but yep. he's brilliant. Yep. Find the whale. Kill the whale. Sure. Excellent. And uh, then Duncan Jones signs up. 
So upon coming aboard, he immediately goes, I don't like the script. Yep. Uh, it's, he said uh, it was a fantasy, it was a stale fantasy trope of humans, the good guys, monsters, the bad guys. So he does a rewrite. He pitches this idea uh, about making it about common humanity, about telling the orc story as much as the human story. I like that. Not your black and white thing. Yeah. Very grey. Much better. Shades of grey. Yes. Blizzard, according to him, they jumped out of their chairs when they heard it. They were like, this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Not Lord of the Boring. This is fascinating, Duncan. So they loved it. Um, And at that point, he makes a cut. He films a movie, makes a cut, and it runs to 40 minutes longer. Right. Than what we actually, than the version we get. And he said it was so difficult cutting it down. Uh, Getting it to a reasonable length was complicated, amounting to what he calls a death of a thousand cuts. When you make a little change, it doesn't seem like a big deal. When you keep on making little changes, suddenly you're basically spending all your time trying to work out how to patch up what has been messed around with. Right, yeah. I'll be honest, I think it still bears the scars of that. Yes. A little bit. Yep. But for me... I like a challenge. Yeah. I like a movie that goes, oh, I think it's testing me intentionally going, we're not going to, we're not going to handhold you through this. I think actually what happened was it just didn't have the bits in it needed to have in <laughs> to make sense. Yeah. But I don't know that. So I'm going, God, a challenge. Okay. <laughs> what on earth is happening? <laughs> What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Unfortunately, there's going to be no longer director's cut of Warcraft uh, because they were made before, the cuts were made before the CGI work was done. And Duncan Jones said it would cost bloody millions to do it. Um, he said that the pacing is a little jumpy from having to trim it to studio mandated length. It frustrates him, although he's very proud of Warcraft. He agrees it's far from perfect cost 160 million to make and in the marketing it needed to make around half a billion oh my god to break even jesus christ it's in that club it's one of those open against the conjuring two and now you see me too oh god i hate that film (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm so triggered by that the second one or the first one i didn't love the first one we did the first one didn't we no i don't think so i think i refuse because i hate it so much freaking love i know it's so shit and then the second i was like fine let's go again i was like burn my eyes out granted the second one's not as good, <laughs> but the first one, oh. I get them confused. The one with, with Isla Fisher's like, I'm in this thing. and oh, Do you know what? Don't even. I'm, I, I, I've had enough. Literally, it's just the two of us here. <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with you triggered for the next... No, I'm fine now. Just don't mention it all again. Right, all right. All right. Uh, okay. Theories. Oh, sorry. So, he <laughs> needs to make... Half, half a billion. Yeah. A billion. Okay. Good in storytelling, the, by the way. In the US. Remember, yeah, go on. In the US. Yep. And? 47 million. <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Duncan Jones has his own particular theory on why it didn't do very well. He says, I think there might have been an element of cynicism. A lot of guys and girls out there have had their relationships broken up because their significant others played too much Warcraft. <laughs> That's a hell of a theory. It's a hell of a theory. I mean, it didn't do well because people didn't go and see it. So, But the thing is, I read the reviews of this because I was like, well, how can I have never heard of it? I like Duncan Jones's how can I not have heard of it? The reviews are savage and they don't make sense for me. Like someone who doesn't know what Warcraft is, watches this film. Sure, it is what it is, right? But the reviews are disproportionately harsh, I think. I don't, and I don't know what's going on there. So maybe he's, maybe his thing is true. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a stigma of 
video game to movie adaptations. Yes. It is. What, if you piss off the nerds, then then what? The... Well, no, I think I think more journalists are quite sniffy about a oh, movie that's okay. adapted Sorry. from a video fine. game fine, in fine, the fine, sense fine. that at this stage, there'd never been a good one, really. But there's one of the reviews, I was like, oh, like, oh, it doesn't, you know, a lot of reviews I read were me going, I don't play it, I'm judging it as a film. This is the worst film I've ever seen. It's like, no, it's not. Like, what happened? Yeah, um, I think because, it, again, I think maybe because it leans quite heavily into it's doing that thing that i think this movie had to do which is it's it's trying to please two disparate groups yeah. and it falls between the two and doesn't satisfy sure. either the movie fans are like i don't know the game yeah. and this is uh, this is impenetrable the game fans are like ugh oh, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. XXX. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, he also suggested that uh, people didn't like Warcraft because they like another game and their allegiances with another MMO. Warhammer. And so, yes, the yes. famous. Actually, there is there is Warhammer MMOs. Right. Yeah. I, I think. <laughs> uh, but good news. China. Loved it. Congratulations, Duncan Jones. <laughs> you China, made your money back, no? China. Well, China to the tune of 400 million plus Fine. in China. Add that to the 47. $469 million in total worldwide. It still was not enough for a sequel. No. So despite Duncan Jones campaigning for a sequel, telling people what the sequels would have been, I won't tell you because, again... Game law, need to know that yeah. to actually appreciate it. So that's why we do not have a sequel to this movie. Um, at the time it was released, became, though, the highest grossing video game to movie adaptation in the history of cinema. What are people worried about? Do you want to know where it is now? Highest, sorry, so at the time, 2016, it was the highest grossing video game adaptation, tenth. Uh, uh, no, it's third. Oh my! It's what's still what's third. going on? Yeah, so uh, we've actually done one, two, three of the other top six. Do you want to have a guess? Does Pikachu count? Does it yes, Pikachu? congratulations. That's at number two. Thank you. Uh, that's all I've got. Okay, at four after Warcraft, Rampage. Oh, really? Yes, that's uh, the fourth. At five, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. At six, Uncharted. Oh, God, yeah. And you've seen <clears throat> the number one. Uh, we've never done it on the show, but you have seen it. You took uh, one of your little ones to see it. Did I? Mm. Not Barbie. <laughs> no, no, no. Based on a video game. Oh, God, I can't remember. Hey! What was that? <laughs> it was me doing fucking Mario, obviously. Oh, yes. Sorry, I, was, I even punched the brick I above me. It's Mario. Yeah, the Mario Brothers thing. Yeah, yeah that made a fortune, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why it's number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, right then. Sorry, these things just come and go. Uh, I will say in 2020, there was talk of another World of Warcraft movie being in development. No one's sure if it's a reboot or if it's a sequel or if it's ever going to happen. It's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't know. It's still a huge IP. So It is a huge IP, but these things are a poison chalice, aren't they? Like This is what, it's a good week this week because the opprobrium, how do you say that word? Opprobrium, that word that was poured on this was not poured on Dungeons and & Dragons and I would argue it also falls between the two camps. So mm. I think you take on a video game adaptation and that Detective Pikachu, I didn't mind it, but it's like it, it does feel unsatisfying to both parties, I think. So why bother, really? Yeah, and weirdly, I believe Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, um, the MMO, is now bigger than Warcraft in the online sphere. Okay. Ah. All right. Wow. 30 minutes on background. You doofus. <laughs> Got a lot of movies to get through as well. So we'll be back with that after this break. Hold up. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Done. 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 Done, done, done. Great score by Ramin Jawadi. It's uh, incredible. Isn't it? It's really good. We love this score. Does so much done. work. Done. Because so it made me think of when you kept banging on about the Avengers Benjamin one, Pan, yeah. and then, oh, and which was rubbish. Yeah, and then this is rubbish. like, this is... And then I could hear Chris going, you just like it, because I was like, God, is he right? <laughs> I don't know anymore, but I do think it's brilliant. Yeah, recently scored House of the Dragon on TV. Uh, so we got a lot of voiceover yes, here. Now, I don't mind it. Interesting, why? Because I need it. Because <laughs> I don't know what's happening. So Everything seems very personal to you. It's it like, is, yeah. if I need it... Do it. Yeah. If someone else needs it, but I don't, get rid of it. When have I ever not been honest about that? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I don't know why I brought it up. Uh, so, there's been a long war between orcs and humans. We get to learn what the evil green magic the fell has done. Think uh, it's a human talking. Ba, ba, ba. No, switcheroo. Yeah, the old switcheroo. Clever, clever. Yeah, loved it. I was nice. I was so surprised. in. Yeah. So in. I genuinely thought it was a human. They set it up with the orc fights with the human, and you're like, it's a human talking, obviously. Always. One of us against bad guys, and then bash. <laughs> yep. It's Duratan yeah. talking. So we got Duratan, uh, played by Toby Kebble, um, who is massive in doing mocap. Yeah, he's brilliant. Loves his mocap. I love him. Kong Skull Island, Planet of the Apes. So, yeah, Toby Kebble is there with his wife, Draka. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that they're like, Duratan is massive. All the orcs are massive. Mm. The women ones, my teeth are smaller because <laughs> I need to be pretty. It's only, it's, it's, in like, some way. it's only like elephants. I know it's like nature of, or something, but <laughs> also it is so you're not like, oh, yuck, <laughs> look at that woman's of mouth. Course, of course. Uh, so uh, we've got this war, uh, orc uh, Garona. Yeah, she's going to be a half-breed. We spoke to the uh, design team. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so unfair. Like, the poor... You can't tell what she's saying a lot of the time. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, this isn't uh, Kebble's first rodeo um, with a video game adaptation. He was Garciv in Prince of Persia, the Jake Gyllenhaal oh, movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, He said in an interview for Warcraft, uh, honestly... He's very honest, Toby Kebble, yep. and I like that about him in interviews. He uh, he said, honestly, when I read Prince of Persia, it was phenomenal. Uh, Garsif was a fully formed three-dimensional character, and over the process of filming, the pieces just fell away, and they lose their vigour sometimes. Yeah. Uh, right then. <sighs> Love the baby naming chat, because uh, <laughs> Draka cute. has a name, and Duratan basically goes, shut up, <laughs> I'll name it when it's born. <laughs> 
don't think you've got a say in this. She goes, right, okay then. <laughs> Not a problem. I'm sure I'll do that. Uh, the Orc planet is dying. We meet Duratan's pal and second in command, Orgrim. Uh, Robert Kaczynski, who played Orgrim as an actual avid World of Warcraft player, uh, he said it would all be really, really sad and pathetic. Oh, sorry, let me set this up. He basically, he played too much Warcraft and his girlfriend broke up with him. Oh, wow. And then he told Duncan Jones. <laughs> and Duncan Jones went, that's why no that's, one's going to see it. That's a universal That'll theme. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. uh, he said it would be really, really sad and pathetic if I wasn't doing this movie, which has totally made it okay. <laughs> uh, we meet Blackhand. Played by the legend Clancy Brown. Yeah. And finally, Goldan, played by Daniel Wu. Yes. The orc leader. Uh, we meet Garona, played by Paula Patton. And the magical portal is there. It uses souls and life force to open it. They're going to use humans on the other side to power the portal to bring through the rest of the horde. We learn that you shouldn't go through portals when you're pregnant. No, you shouldn't. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Dracker. <laughs> Too busy thinking about a name that you're not even allowed to give your child to not know you don't go through a portal pregnant. You can't. You can do hardly anything, really. Yeah, she like, shouldn't know. She should, but she's she, a warrior. So she, shouldn't like, be, she shouldn't be swimming. <laughs> you shouldn't be swimming. You shouldn't be sitting near with humans. Mm, shouldn't be taking eat, up too much space. Eating, eating ice cream. Sleeping. Yep, yep. So uh, anyway, we get uh, not expecting this. And I don't think a lot of people were. Within five minutes of this movie starting, you have an orc birth scene. You do? It's, it's, it, it got my attention. Well, I'm, I know why, but I'm going to make you say it. Why? why? Just because she's on all fours and it freaked you out. It was, it's a very realistic birth. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd rather she was, st- I'd, I'd rather orcs get birth. I <laughs> just standing upright and thunk. The size of the baby is disproportionate to the size of its parents as well. Like it's a tiny baby. So maybe it was early. I don't know. Do you know, I, I, I was, for the first time ever, I was grateful that an animal died in quick succession because it took my mind off the birth scene. I was like, oh, deer's dying, though. Oh, that's sad. Totally forgot that the baby was dying. I was like, oh, a deer. And then even then I wasn't sure whether it, you know, is a deer's life worth less than a baby orc? Well, I thought, because I know nothing about this world, bear in mind, I was like, is the baby half deer now? Because you... <laughs> I oh. honestly thought that might happen. As if this movie isn't complicated enough. I thought at the end the baby would be all like would have would be half a deer. I didn't. I mean, I don't know how the magic works. <laughs> how the magic works. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I don't know how the magic works in Azeroth. Yes. Uh, right. We meet Lothar, played by Travis Fimmel, most fearsome warrior, looking into the barrel of a gun. Kadagar. He's a spell chucker. We meet King Lane, played by Dominic Cooper. He was thrilled to be playing a good guy for once. Okay. Uh, Callan is Queen and Lothar's sister, played by Ruth Negger, a little... Uh, so, quick preacher. question. Have I overstepped, right? There's a scene with Tom Hardy, voice man, and Ruth Negger, right? And I'm... Uh, I don't know. I was I was fully paying attention. And don't they say something like, he's like, oh, hey, girl. And she's like, uh, I'm your sister. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> that's not your sister. Like, the energy, no. And then later on, someone's like, oh, him. And she's like, he's just my brother. And it's like, okay, whatever. Am I wrong? You're not actually wrong. Because when she went, I thought... Because that conversation starts, I was like, oh, I don't remember there being an unfair subplot. I yeah, don't remember... With the queen. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm your sister. Literally your sister. And you're like... You're like well, you two need to have a chat. You need to have a chat, but I thought it might be, oh, I'm your sister through a bloodline match or sort of whatever you do in these worlds, but I'm not your actual sister. I mean, you remember, remember this is a fantasy world. Maybe fraternal relationships are... Oh, no one more. Just, it's different. It's so, different in Azeroth. Yeah, you can do that. But, so I'm not... You read that I too. I read that too. Fine. Weird energy. And then when she buttons it later by going, no, sorry, he's my brother. Uh, you, because if I ever would, like, yeah. blatantly. Yeah. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Once is enough. You know, we were drunk. 
just don't tell the king. He doesn't know. And it would just make everything awkward. Yeah, good. Good, good. Uh, so we've got to summon the guardian, Medivh. Um, so, again, I did write. This sounds like a backhanded compliment, but <laughs> I just wish he was in more. I wish he was recognised for his work. Big Ben Foster fan. Uh, do you know what uh, the film critic... I'm not alone. Uh, Matt Zoller seats uh, described Foster shortly after this movie as one of those actors who makes even a bad film worth seeing. Sometimes he suggests the film you'd rather be watching. Sure. Which I think is a nice yeah. compliment. He's good. He's good. He's just very serious. He makes bad films, but he makes them good. Yeah. Great. Sure. Sure. Uh, So the orcs are collecting humans. We're at Medivh's Karazam is where Medivh lives, that massive fucking tower. Yes, that's it. Okay. Uh, So Medivh is building a giant golem. Yeah, like that. Shirtless. Yeah, shirtless. That's so ridiculous. (laughs) God, I've just got so sweaty with this clay. (laughs) Oh, sorry, am I a wizard? But I am sexy. Probably in the script, he's like, he's in a full clock. He's like, but I could not be. (laughs) I'm just, you know. Let's do something different. I'm a craftsperson. Let's so. do something different with this. How many wizards do you see topless? None. <laughs> right. And that's my point. So here we go. Uh, so we learn a little bit about the fell, this evil magic that uh, Gul'dan is using. It promises great power, but extracts a terrible price. There's no place for the fell in Azeroth. Right. Says Medivh. You liar. Liar. <laughs> Fucking joker. Put your top on. The Guardian exists to protect this realm. <laughs> News to Medivh. A few <laughs> different sorts of acting in this next scene. So Medivh joins them at Stormwind. This is one of those moments where you go, God, you guys should have done more rehearsals. Right. Just, just like level stuff out. Like, yeah. like Ben, bring yours down. Yes. Dominic, bring yours up. Pop that up and up. Let's just meet somewhere in the middle. Because yeah. right now, it feels like Dominic's gone for ultra-realism. Yes. Like, just like bloke in a crown. <laughs> I'm the king, just a regular guy though. Ben is like, so Stormwind is called the Guardian. And you're like, I just can't. It's like, I'm just ping ponging between two entirely. Like, it's like, were you not in the same room? That's so true. What did Dominic do? I can't remember. I think it was quite big. Got it. Uh, what did Ben do? Uh, it was just fairly normal. All right, I'm the king. <laughs> Mental. Mental. Uh, so we've got that going on. And then uh, we're off to Elwyn Forest, I think, to catch an orc. Don't know. Yeah. I genuinely don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure we are because that's what happens. So I went back and went, they are catching an orc. Okay. Uh, so apparently Duncan Jones, a lot of it looks CGI. This is a real forest, largely. He built on a soundstage. <laughs> Sorry, credit for that, obviously. Credit where credit It's not all CGI. We built a forest. <laughs> built a forest. Can't go to a forest. Built a forest. Yep, pull the pattern. It says, yes, uh, there's a forest. I confirm. Yep. We built a forest. Uh, Medivh does something weird. The orcs melt in this battle. Uh, the action's all right. I'm not in love with the action. I think the action in D&D is much better. Yeah, I um, will have that, yep. Uh, horse gets its legs chopped off. Ooh, nasty business. Horrible. I'm getting... Honestly, I, th- I think in the last year... My sensitivity towards animals being hurt on film, even CGI horses. I know. <laughs> just, it's been dialed up. I it's don't know what's going old. on. It's just getting older, that's all. <sighs> yeah, but I didn't care about the orc baby. What was what? that about? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's baby. <laughs> and not a, it's not a real thing. Yeah, but neither's the horse. Neither's the horse. God, Duncan, why is that horse? <laughs> Duncan, don't walk away. Come here. You do, you not allowed. Garona fills them in, she gets caught, she fills them in at their back at Stormwind while sniffing furniture because she's an orc. <laughs> sure, she's got to do something. Never seen furniture oh, before. Orky. <laughs> Sniff the leather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be a Spinal Tap song. 
No, smell the glove. Uh, uh, so Medivh just seems to go, I've got to go to Karazam. I'm back, just willy-nilly. Yep. He pops to and from Karazan various times yes. uh, without any explanation. We never see what he's doing at Karazan. Um, well, because we know no... now he's doing bad stuff, sure. I guess. Okay, so it's fine. I mean, the, let's give the, it that. The, the, cut, the scenes are quick. This is the thing. And it's like Dungeons & Dragons isn't much better in terms of like endless fucking side missions. But I needed some time to bed in a bit and just spend some time on one plot strand. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth. A little bit more tea time with uh, Lothar and the Queen. What's going on? What's here? going on there? Yeah, sure, yeah. well, sure. let's just see what happens. Uh, so, at what point did you suspect Medivh was evil? Early on, late on? Because when I first watched it, it was actually a massive the fuck because I'm so ingrained in he was the Gandalf of this movie. Sure, a young shirtless Gandalf, <laughs> but nevertheless. I've never seen a wizard switch like that in a movie like this. Uh, it took me a while. I think I, I was I was where the filmmakers wanted me to be, which was like, is he suspicious? No, he does the good crackly lightning mountain thing, so mm. he's fine. And then it was a good reveal. So I was with them. Uh, Kadagar, meanwhile. Young wizard. Young mage. Yeah. He's reading up on uh, the gate. He's finding out something is afoot in Azeroth. Yes. Uh, so Duratan suggests that they lost their world because Gul'dan's magic destroyed it. It's going to destroy this place too. He proposes an alliance with the humans. Yes. Orgrim goes along with it. Oh, but for how long? Uh, Lothar and Garona are flirting. He does up her armour. Reach around. Yeah, I was going to ask. There you go, you see. Does this... Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, right. Yeah, 100%. Staple of the genre. This fits the... This is the, this is the fantasy reach around. This is the fantasy reach around. Oh, I'll get that for you. Oh, you just do it like this. Mm, yeah. Easy. Cadigar, uh, Lothar and Garona are riding somewhere. I don't... I don't know, know where they're going. Yeah, no. good. Yeah, had no idea. Why, have you, why are you in motion? Doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say where they're mine going. Mine say people on horses, where are they going? Question Great, mark. yeah. I mine say they're going somewhere, <laughs> question mark. Uh, so then we get, I think they just really like this campfire scene and they had to get them to this campfire scene yeah. when they're camping on the mountain because we get a bit of backstory uh, where Garona uh, says of Kadagar, the young mage, uh, he wishes to lie with me. You would get hurt. You would not be an effective mate. She doesn't know how uh, human survive sex is the basis of this conversation. Uh, yes. No muscles to protect you, brittle bones that break. Yep. Then we get the question, how did you survive? And she says, broken bones heal stronger, mine are very strong. Is yes. she saying she's being assaulted by various orcs? Well, I didn't see the sex thing. I saw... So if it is that, then yes. Okay. Yeah, God, just, that's dark, isn't it? But I, I just thought, I thought, I thought she'd had a broken bone, but I didn't know if it was through that. Fine, I just thought because it came off the back of the sex conversation. Yeah, yeah, but then amazing if that's it's, true. Like, it is interesting. Yeah. I mean, she talks about, you know, how her name means cursed, how her mother was burned alive for giving birth to her. Yeesh. But Kadagar reckons he's got that beat. His parents oh, gave it him people do this. to the You just kid. shared your story. So interesting. Yep. Reminds me very much of my story. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's I was like, She's like, I've been raped until I nearly died. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was never wanted. Yeah. Not the same thing. That's where my head was. Because I was coming off this. She's, she's been raped. And then he goes, so actually, you know, interesting. Are you dumb? You are. Great, great, great. So my parents, um, they gave me away to the Kirin Tor. Yeah. We don't know what that is. So already a terrible story. Yeah, the Kirin Tor. Yeah, uh, when I was six. I haven't seen them since. It's actually a good thing. Like they do it to be proud of you. Then they're, they're not proud of you when you leave. Yeah, doesn't doesn't get the reaction he wanted. <laughs> Quite everyone's silent. He goes, yeah. yeah also, I was just remembered. Um, 
haven't seen my brothers or sisters either. No, so, not for a while. So yeah, so, so it's I, I feel my life pain. pretty shit. <laughs> Possibly as shit as yours. But I mean, I, I, I don't want to say more, but I just want to say that I'm not as strong as yeah, you, so I, maybe more. Let's not compare. But yeah, I have I've got brittle bones, and they. <laughs> it would have been so much better if she's got. He wants to lie with me. And he would have gone. Yeah, I do actually. But I'm not going to, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 there's been a lot of sharing in this scene. How do you want to button that? How do you want to button it's this emotional scene? It's not with the singing tortoise, is it? Because I can't... I'm getting so confused. Good night, Ned. <laughs> no, it's with Lothar going, well, that was cheerful. Yeah, some of the do. He does another one later where he's like, well, that was difficult or whatever. And it's like, if you're going to do a comedy pass, do a comedy pass, but not this. Yeah. So we've got Duratan. He wants to meet with the leader of the humans. Uh, and to do that, to convince them, he grabs Kadagar and he's got him around the throat. And I like the fact that Kadagar, the young mage. Yes, thank you. Cries at this point. He does cry, yes. Interesting. Yeah, because he's scared. Yeah, terrified. Yeah. He doesn't know one oak from the act. And he's a good actor because that's not really, you know. And it's a bold thing because, you know, you're still on the hero side. And even though you're the weak mage, crying as a hero. Yes. Quite a big tour. Quite a big swing. You think so? I, I do, because I'm a man. You're, you're a man's man. Works we don't cry. <laughs> Manly men. Uh, so, uh, there's a meeting at Rivendell, Stormwind, and... Oh, uh, no, this is the council <laughs> meeting scene. Like, God, if you look... Duncan, you've said it was death by a thousand cuts. Do we need a council meeting? <laughs> They're never interesting. It's just, you can get all that information across some, some way or other. Well, quite often what they are is actors who've got one scene in a movie doing <laughs> yeah. a big performance because they're like, this is my scene. This is my scene. How dare you? <laughs> I refuse. This <laughs> meeting is over. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you say, because then Dominic Cooper is doing that. She's like, guys, I think we should have a recess. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how dare you? Yo, 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 yo. So let's just chill, right? It's like, what? <laughs> Uh, I am not happy with this. Um, yeah, it's a lot of different performances. Uh, so Lothar's son has been injured. Pfft, that's the least of your worries, Lothar. That's Callan, by the way. Callan got injured. Yeah. Uh, so they decide uh, they're going to meet Duratan. Uh, Lothar thinks it's a trap. I do enjoy this exchange. It's one of the funnier exchanges. I know you were just talking about the comedy. Do a comedy pass. I like the fact that at this big meeting, you have Gamora uh, and Lothar bickering. Because he's going, could be a trap. And she's like, it's not. He's like, could be. It's not. Could be, though. It's not. Funny. Funny. For me. I like my childish humour. So, (laughs) the Queen approaches Garona, flipping heck, and says, we need to earn your trust. Here's a tiny... Tiny drink. (laughs) But very pretty knife. (laughs) She gives her the knife. Oh, yeah, she does. And I think Garona looks at like... What the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, with that? she's angry actually. She's, she's like, "What with this?" And it's like, "Yeah, that is very funny actually." Uh, so, Medivh, now were you suspicious after he burnt all Kadagar, the young mage's drawings, in the room? No, I wasn't. Okay, good. I thought I I thought it was making me feel suspicious, but I wasn't there yet. He's like, "Where did you copy these from? I'm all powerful. I see everything." Finally, sees the book on the side. <laughs> it's like it's it's not even hidden it's from that. Where did you? Oh, there, oh so, <laughs> it's from that book. Yeah, sorry, yeah. it was in your library. I think actually, <laughs> I, it's literally on the side table where a book would be next to the bed. So uh, in your house, he just got to go. 
Oh, shit there. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Uh, Kadagar tells Lothar the orcs were summoned here. So that is the twist at the midpoint, I believe. I like that. Mm. Yeah, good. It is good. Uh, he tells Lothar that the Guardian burned all his research. Lothar looks concerned, but does nothing. Uh, the Medivh is spying on the meeting between Duratan and the humans. Then some bad orcs jump out. I didn't get the bad orcs until the very end, because I was like, oh, they're green, mm. so they've been poisoned by the magic so they're basically orc zombies. No, they're the Just frost. Different the, clan. the different clan. The frost wolves, the Duratans clan, which are the slightly browner, <clears> and yep. then the green orcs. I just didn't spot that Orgrim was the traitor at this point. No. His right hand man no had double crossed him. No. And it took me quite a long time. It took them to having down. a big argument, if it's even with him later. It's with Goldan, where he Orgrim's still alive, and Goldan's like, hey, I'm going to give you the foul. Yes, yes. That's yes. the bit where you sort of go, Oh. I get it now. So, yeah, that's uh, one of the death of a thousand cuts, I believe, that Duncan Jones was talking about. Uh, Medivh puts up a force field. Definitely not called that. Don't know what it's called. Uh, <laughs> effective bit, though, where Callan, Lothar's son, gets trapped behind the force field and he's trying to get to him. It's great. It's good, isn't it? It's really good. I like this parallels between two fathers as well. Mm. I think that's good. If you're going to do Shades of Grey, they've got something in common, which is just that they're dads. I'd, I really like that. Yeah, and Blackhand, who Lothar blew his hand off earlier, now use his as replacement hand to kill Lothar's son. Yeah. Good stuff. Good I stuff. I think this is what I mean about when it lean leaning into stuff that I just like. So someone in a minute, I think it's Medivh, will say to him, your son died because you pushed him to go too far. And it's like, oh, I never even saw that. But yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, I like that character stuff. Yeah. Although Duratan did save Blackhand from his punishment at the hands of Goldan earlier, so really it's Duratan's fault that Blackhand is still alive and kills Callan. Yeah. Whew, got through that. Uh, so, Medivh isn't well. His eyes flash green. The fell. The fell. <laughs> or the other orcs or something. Yeah, go on. Uh, Duratan gives up to Blackhand, who looks a little bit conflicted about his loyalty at this stage. Uh, Draka says, what will I call our son mm-hmm. to... Duratan as yep. he's taken away to yes. meet his fate. Yes. Uh, to be held prisoner. And he says, why don't you call <laughs> it the name that I wouldn't let you call it at the start because I'm giving it over to you, Dracker. Oh, right. And calls back the bit at the start. Oh. Except he doesn't fucking do that because that would be great. He goes, <laughs> go well. And uh, leaves. It's like, he doesn't even ask what name she had in mind. He just tells her, what should I call our son? Because remember, I had the name at the start and you wouldn't let me have it. And now you're going away forever. So maybe I can maybe have a choice. No, go well. I don't, I don't like it, but I also okay. No, it was it's warming on me. Just in terms of like baby um, transportation. She's a warrior. She's super strong. And they, the way that they live is quite uh, rough-hewn, isn't it? Like the tents and the camps and everything is war and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. When she's running off with the baby, she's got the baby in a Marles' basket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is not the scene you expect. You expect her to strap the baby to her front. But then even later, the baby's in a papoose on her back. And it's like, that baby, I would imagine, to go back to one of your favourite topics, is breastfed. So you want to be having that baby on the front right there when you're running away. You don't want it in a Marles' basket. It's cumbersome. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. Papoose, pointless. Get it right there on the front. Although, if you do put it in a papoose, then <laughs> you can use the word papoose quite a lot. It is a nice word. Yeah. you like, what well, I'm carrying my baby in. Yeah, what is that? It's a, a papoose. <laughs> one of my favourite words to say. Love your papoose. I'm just saying someone didn't... She wouldn't carry that baby in a Marsy's basket, is all I'm saying. Sure, sure. It's only I mean, little, like, it doesn't weigh anything. Did any of uh, your uh, horde... Uh, <laughs> I'm just on the on brand. We're talking about Warcraft. 
did, uh, did any of uh, your horde, uh, when they arrived through the portal, did you carry any of them in a, in a papoose? In a papoose. When the twins were born, they were tiny and I wanted to leave the house and it's impossible. So I bought a double thing, double baby carrier, double papoose. Mm. And so they were so small. So I would leave the house and I'd just have these two heads here like this. And I looked like a monster, like, like a David Cronenberg monster. Like these two heads had grown out of my collarbone. Like something from the thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like. And I'd just stick them in and then I'd be terrified. They were so tiny. And then Mark would be like, where are you going? I'd be like, I have to leave the house. I'm going to the library, which is a 20 second walk. And then I would turn around and come home again and be like, I went out today. Amazing. Yeah. Good for me. Did you ever, was there ever a period where you carried all three at once? Yes. On your body? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something out of Greek mythology. <laughs> That's why I get obsessed with, you know, I get really hooked on if there was a disaster, what would we do? Because I can't carry all three of them. Uh-huh. And I, but Because I, I did do it once. We talked about this. You've got a favourite. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's right. fine. Okay. You, you, you take the one that isn't a twin and then you pick a twin. <laughs> That's it. You can carry two. I can carry two. Because, you know, the twins, very similar. <laughs> uh, Truth. By the way, love your kids. Thank you. Love the twins. Thank they're you. not really similar at all. No, they're no. not. Genetically. Uh, so, <laughs> very you know, similar yeah, genetically. Very, but... very. Uh, okay, right then. Uh, Garona is now with Medivh for some reason, and she's like, I fancy Lofar. Do you think he still likes me? I know, and this poor man is like half dead, and she's like, oh, I'm a boyfriend, <laughs> though. <laughs> I'm really fucking into him. Like, I'm is really... it, could you put in a word? Or I don't know. Yeah. We did a reach around. I, I am a... so on there, <laughs> and now he's gone, so... Uh, Medivh says, I met a female who accepted me for who I was. (laughs) These worlds, it's so silly. I met a female once. (laughs) Mm. Uh, If love is what you need, you must be willing to travel to the ends of the world to find it. Not anymore. On uh, Plenty of Fish. (laughs) Plenty of Fish, is that still going? Don't know, not on a dating site. You're not on any? Not on any, no. Are you not? Tip, it terrifies me. I God, I don't. I mean, God, sorry. I hate. I know you hate it. I hate it when I do this. But one of the children was like, "How did two of our friends? How did they meet?" I was like, "They met on the internet." How? And I had to describe what a dating app is. I'm not squeamish about doing that, but it's hard to parse it into like seven year old language. I was like, "It's essentially like a shop, and you, you know, you say your interests, and they say their interests, and you've got your pictures." And he was just horrified. He's like, "But what if you don't want to be in the shop?" And I was like, "No, no, it's voluntary. You can choose not to be in the shop." Am I in the shop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see how that might be scary. I mean, for a it's kid. not. I've never done it, and it does terrify the life out of me. I've got a date with dumping a dating app. Uh, right, Goldan is now going to give all the horde the power of the fell. Orgrim uh, Durotam didn't agree to this. This was around the time that I started to realise Durotam sounds like a really long-lasting self-tan. And I could never shake that Juro town, uh, which bothered me for the rest of the movie. Um, Ogrim refuses the gift of the fell, says he wants it in front of his people. You think Gul'dan's fallen for that, but no, Ogrim gets killed as well. Lothar's drunk because his son's dead. Uh, blamed his dead son for his dead wife's death. He did. A <laughs> lot of death uh, around Lothar. Uh, I just think the way he's he's a very beautiful looking person and he's led on a bar quite decorously and it's like, you knew she was coming or whoever it is that walks in. Like You don't just lie on that waiting for someone to turn up. You can hear them. You're like, I'll just lie here. Yeah, I mean... Also, it's... you shouldn't be getting off with a grieving father. I don't think it's appropriate. Well, this is what I was going to say. She turns up and starts kissing him. and she's He's in a very of... vulnerable place. In the... Well, I mean, he still knows what he wants and when he wants it because he goes, <laughs> as she's kissing him, 
I've never felt in my life as much pain as I'm in right now. And you're like, hot or not? I told you, yeah. Yep. Sun got fridged yep. in order to make him hot. Yep. Uh, Hotter. So the orcs are rounding up the frost wolves. Ogrim now is being captured. Uh, they say, take the weak and kill the strong. And you're like, none the other way around if you're going to use them to power a portal. Yes, you know, the strong yes, ones. Yes, that's it. That's back, backwards. Yeah, uh, but Ogrim lets Dracker run off um, because he's going to die for his treachery. Then, wow, Kadgar, Kadgar rather. We're off to Kirin Tor, uh, Alodi. Is who you think is Glenn Close? I didn't check. Who so. I think is Glenn Close? Who is Glenn Close? Who is Glenn Close? I think. <laughs> I just meant that I don't know. And actually, no, that's not that's not any better. Sure, it's Glenn Close. I think so. It's Glenn Close. I've written it down. Did you check it or did you just think? I it? think I checked it, but you're scrambling my brain. I'm sorry, I just just it's Glenn Close. It is Glenn God, Close. God, I hope I haven't just mixed her up with some other like popular lady I've done a you <laughs> Alady is initially a big black cube uh, <laughs> an entity from a time before the Kirin tour existed so I'm thinking Star Trek and uh, the Borg um, <laughs> Kadgar walks in Kadgar walks in walks up uh, the steps from the flight of the navigator meets Glenn Close <laughs> and she gives him he says I, he says I can't stop Medivh I can't stop the Guardian and as someone <laughs> in a robe always does in a movie like this gives really shit advice yeah. trust your friends cool anything else you know perhaps more useful than trust your friends sure 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 I hadn't finished um, <laughs> thanks Lynn Close uh, always remember from light comes darkness and from darkness comes light what does that mean go get them kiddo <laughs> and no I'm dying now <laughs> No, just one more thing. Any anything useful? Is there a piece of equipment that you've got that I could use? No. Yes, it's in the. Air. <laughs> uh, so, uh, with that useful piece of information, Kadgar leaves. Uh, we're back at Medivh's, um, and I just found out, and I didn't know this uh, until this point in the movie. And I think you are going to love this. His morose manservant is called morose. Really? Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, because you love a name that I says do. the character. I do. There is nothing more morose than a man called morose. Yeah, why waste time? Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, his loyal manservant, morose, uh, he, he, he's trying he to help Medivh. Yeah, he sucks, sucks his energy out. Yeah. Um, and then we can find out Medivh is definitely evil. Uh, so I can't work out if he sort of was switching between being normal Medivh sometimes or then being evil Medivh other times or he was always evil and everything was a ruse. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like there are scenes that he was in earlier and I'm like, well, was he just lying? Yeah. Or was he actually normal in that and not being evil? I think they're hinting at He's like, I can see things that you can't see. Not actual words, but he's like, I'm busy. I'm looking at the bigger picture here, kid, and you can only see the little details. So my plan is a bigger plan. So if I seem evil, it's for the greater good. And then I think he turns properly evil. Right. Because he becomes a big demon in a minute. Good, because this, this movie isn't already confusing enough. So, yes. yeah, cool. Yeah, I think so. I, 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 I get it, though. Duncan Jones, painting in shades of grey. Yeah. Nothing's black and white. No. It's all, it's all, it's all up for debate. Uh, so Garona uh, turns up uh, and sees Lothar, and now he's a little bit more receptive. He likes her. Now she's not so keen because uh, he told her he was in a lot of pain when she tried to make out with him. So <laughs> it's a struggle that relationship. 
Uh, Orgrim frees Duratan. The king is now off to attack a poor Tholen Orcs. Come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guys, are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir! We are ready for the challenge! Right, then, let's right, go. Have you got bottles of water? <laughs> I've got a bag of crisps in case you get peckish. Uh, have you got your keys? And we're going to use some magic as well. Cadgar, Cadgar, God, turns up and now he's a badass. They've got to kill Medivh. Uh, Draka dies. Um, she does, yeah. Allowing uh, Moses' baby. Oh, that's why she's got the Moses basket. She's letting him down the river. She's letting him down the river. Well, I'm glad we did that massive papoose <laughs> chat. <laughs> now it all makes yeah. sense. I've got, so she must have known she was going to do that. Still worth knowing that you ran to a library with three babies strapped to you. <laughs> so I, I don't regret you getting it wrong in this instance. Uh, Great. Duratan wearing a frost wolf skin and riding a frost wolf. Uh, I, I think Disrespectful. That's, I just don't know. Pick what a lane. the wolf would be. But yeah. sorry, what the fuck is that on your back? Is that Clive? <laughs> Everyone wondered where he'd gone. Dad? What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck are you doing with him on your head? Do you know how rude that is to me? Get off my back. Get, you're walking and I'm walking, but I'm walking the other way. Uh <laughs> Duratan challenges Gul'dan to a fight uh, to show the clan what Gul'dan has become. So we've got two fights going on at the same time. Always exciting. We've got Kadgar and Lothar versus Medivh. Kadgar and Lothar versus Medivh. And we've got the Orc fight. Gul'dan cheats. And the, the clan, the Horde, they don't like it. And Duratan dies. Yeah, for nothing. I am pretty shocked at that because yeah. he dies and you expect the Horde to go, fuck you, Gul'dan. Yeah. And then Gul'dan goes... Uh, fuck me. I can kill all of you in a fucking minute, mate. Oh, yeah, and they go, cool, yeah, no, we're back on board. No worries. Within 30 seconds. No, it dies for nothing. It's awful. And also, Goel loses both her parents in the space of five minutes. Yeah. It's madness. And you genuinely don't think, you think Draca might live. You're like, Duratan, yeah, sacrifice coming up. Mm-hmm. But Draca, no, I, I thought she was off down that river. Yeah. But the basket wasn't big enough for both of them. No, she didn't make a big enough one. Yep. Uh, so. <sighs> We have Blackhand becoming a super orc with the power of the fell. Oh, right. Is that what happened? Yeah, he gets no the idea. Power of the fell. Sorry. King Lane turns up, sees all their Frostwolf allies are dead. Fucking hell, mate. Uh, <laughs> oh, nightmare. This is not great. I'm serious. Serious. And you sure Ben was acting like this earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We're literally on the clock, Dominic. All right, then. Um, Boomsticks come back for the big orc fight. Don't say boomstick. It makes me want to die. They call them boomsticks. I know they do. It's so ridiculous. It just reminds me of Evil Dead. That's why I can never escape it. I think it's been dumb. Yeah. It's my boomstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the clay wire cutter from the start comes back for the golem having its head sliced off. Yeah. Seeding it in, you know, set up payoff. Uh, and um, then we hear lots of battle cries. Quite nicely, if you were at BlizzCon in 2014, all the crowd were asked to make noises for the horde and the humans. Oh, wow, really? And Duncan Jones recorded them and used them in the movie. Oh, I love that. So this is a lot of Warcraft fans doing the noise of the horde That's and great. the humans in the battle. Lovely. Uh, Lothar to Medivh. Uh, come on, kill me! Come on, do it! Kill me! Kill me! I'm like, Predator! 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 <laughs> predator! Um, and then the demon that Medivh becomes is crushed by a statue, which is sort of quite a basic end for a uh, sort of entity you wouldn't from the think netherworld. That you could just whoosh, magic right. from underneath it. Yeah, uh, the kid uh, then, <laughs> we're led to believe he's worked out what yes, Aloe, yeah. lo- Glenn Close Aioli, was talking yeah. about yeah. Uh, by just repeating just it. Repeat it. And just we're all meant it. to go, oh, 
I see. And then Lothar goes, wow, and what did that mean? He's like, Oh, you wouldn't understand, mate. It's bit, but I, I definitely really know. I didn't just, I didn't just repeat it. And also, I trusted you because tr- trust your, trust your friends. Uh, so, Medivh does something good at the end. Opens the portal to Stormwind. Yes. Um, didn't really know there were troops waiting at the other side of Stormwind to help out. That was news. No idea. Why didn't they go with the king? Don't know. Uh, so. Uh, the line, come on, boys, put some spunk into it. I miss that. Yeah, it's a, it's a Dominic Cooper line. Oh. And I think you're a bit like, yeah, again, Ben, he was, <laughs> um, we're definitely using sort of colloquialisms, like really like language like spunk. And come, come on, boys. <laughs> is that what he really says? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if it is Dominic Cooper. I think it might be one of the other ones. And Medivh then, uh, <clears throat> it's the loneliness that makes us weak. I want to, to save us all. I, I always, always did. Like, <laughs> Bigger plans, you see. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Is he saying I wanted to save us all? I wanted to save the orcs as well because their planet was yes. dying. Is I that... imagine he's got he's got oversight of the whole shebang. Got you. Got you. Although the Guardian's mission was pr- to protect this realm. Sure. I mean, not all realms. Love it that you've extended yeah. your authority to another orc planet. But if you change your job description by more than 20%, we need to sign that off. <laughs> so, and you didn't come to us. So, uh, Garona kills the king. Uh, she, yeah, he tells it. I thought it was brilliant. <coughs> I'm great. annoyed at where it is in the film because I was like, we have 10 minutes to go, guys. And I don't like that it seems to me quite cynical sequel setting up. But in terms of undoing all that, you know, the nice relationships they made, I thought it was really good. Hmm. She doesn't want to do it. She's got the blood on her hands. She's a hero. She's sad. Well, well, she's got, you know, she's got Lothar on the brain. She's like, he's not going to. He's not going to like this. He's literally. <laughs> and, I, you know, I was a bit of a dick last time to make him make the effort. But even if, even Lothar making effort isn't going to overcome the fact I've put... I've just done it. I just got bored with my own sentence. So I've, I've stabbed you. <laughs> and uh, she becomes a hero among the orcs. But not the boss. So that's... Well, yeah, Goldan does say the Horde embraces you, orc. Yeah, so but I mean... So he recognises her as an orc for the first time. The beat is meant to be because she killed the king, all the orcs go, fuck you, Goldan, this is our leader now. Because she did the thing. Which they do after... Oh, no, they don't. No. Sorry, you're right, yes. Yeah. Uh Lothar turns up on the Griffin uh, again. We don't want to do Lord of the Boring. Eagles turning up at the last minute to, <laughs> to help out. It's like, and also, where the fuck was that eagle the whole battle? Because it can kill an orc. It yeah. is the most effective <laughs> killing machine on that battlefield. And it's like, where was that? Where was that before? Uh, I'm, you know what I'm like? This is a really minor thing. I think it's weird having your kick-ass hero fight barefoot at the I end. I know you do, and I thought it looked hot, but I knew that you would hate <laughs> yeah, it. it. I thought it meant he could, you know, he's in touch with the earth, he will feel his enemies move before they know it because his toes are in the soil. Yeah. But I knew it would upset you. Uh, Lothar kills the strongest orc ever created. Yes. Quite easily. <laughs> so, uh, that wasn't great uh, for Blackhand and Gul'dan. And, uh, yeah, we get to the end uh, where... Shock horror, Goldan survives. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can talk about that uh, when we do the bits. I think because I think they really, really, really expected a sequel and no sequel. Yes. Anymore? No. Right then, uh, let's do the bits 
Vicky, what, in your opinion, is the best it's scene? It's nice you call me Vicky, though. You never call me Vicky. You like that? <laughs> yeah, it's my name, so it's it nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Is that in your script? Did you just accidentally no, no, write it out no, long no, for him? No, no, just, just try That's it so out. nice. Thank you, yeah. Alex. Duh. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, God, of course. Mm. I never call you that. Just a little bit of formality. <laughs> just help. So there's lots of battles. It's not the battles. I've just gone with my emotional response which was very strong despite my expectations. I expected to be CGI fatigued almost immediately and it did take me a while to become CGI fatigued. So it's just the opening section when I first see the portal and Golda's like, we're going to use the souls and it's like, whoa, whatever. And I was like, this is amazing. And then the music and the... I mean, I know it's very silly, but I had a very strong response to that, which kind of tapered off towards the rest of the film. So so which bit exactly then? Opening sequence. Yes. Portal, yep. understanding what's about to happen, music. Great. Dun, dun, <laughs> yeah, that's bum, the one. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, so, my scene, and I genuinely, I, I this scene is freaking phenomenal. And I will say, I again, you know, I did very much enjoy this movie, uh-huh. uh, but this scene, head and shoulders above the rest, it's where Orgrim is talking with Goldam. And Goldam. Oh, yeah! It's a good, <laughs> so good! Oh, my God. So good! Where he's got the human As next a drink. to him, yeah, and he just keeps slurping on that energy drink. Yeah, it's it, so good. The human is like half dead and yep. looks half dead, so there's no way back for him. Like even if Goldan stopped, he'd always look half dead. Yes, and he's just like yeah. swaying there, and Goldan just keeps going. It's so brilliant. And but how dark is that? Because that's that's what I was like. That's why I loved it. I was like, this is so fucking. There's dark. so many weird moments that are outside of what I was expecting. Mm. Like when they come to the, oh god, I can't remember. Someone's on a horse or whatever, and it's like Mad Max. There's like a marker, and it's made of limbs, and it's mm. like that's so dark as well. But the using that man as a cigarette or a drink or whatever it is was so brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, right, that's our best scenes. Most valuable, whatever in this film. Toby Kebbell as Duritan. Okay, for real, for my, by miles. Like I, I don't understand. How much is CG? How much is the little dot, the mocap dots on his face? Mm. When he is in the passage, rocks, the good place for an ambush scene, and he's trying to talk to the humans and he wants to do it. It's a very big swing for him. He's betraying his kind. And he goes to say, it's like mini acting, but he's like, oh, can't quite do it. Just shut the fuck up. I've just, just give me a minute and I'll say it. And it's like, that's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they, they they were talking about just how good the motion capture was that it could monitor when an actor's eyes dilated and they could match Wowzers. it to the orc's eyes so dilating. So that is Toby Kebbell doing that and not mm. done in past. I yeah. thought it was brilliant. Yeah, uh, that's so strange. We're both picking orcs because yes. I'm picking <laughs> Daniel Wu's Gul'dan. Um, <laughs> he's I, great. I just... He's a fantastic villain. He's truly horrible. I I mean, I love the writing for him. I love the visual effects. I love Daniel Wu's performance. I, but I love the, the character of this orc that should be old and haggard. Mm-hmm. And yet... It, he this, takes his thing off. he's so Super ripped. Super strong, he's yeah. He's so ripped because yeah. he's using the fell. Yeah. And he's like, it's like he's cheating. Yes. And it's just, you don't see that. It's yeah. like you either have a really strong villain or a sort of like wizard, wizard, wizard powerful. Person, but yeah. to have an old guy who's physically fucking bad. <laughs> Badass? <laughs> yeah. I think Goldan's great. So, finally, what would you change about Warcraft? Oh, man, this is a big swing. Are you ready? So, Duritan's child is half deer because <laughs> the Goldan used the fell magic to revive this stillborn baby, right? Yep. Duritan has a scene partway through. He's like, this magic is bad. It kills everything it touches. Therefore, by extension, your baby is doomed. 
So what you have to do for you, Durita, to have the big character slingshot moment where you will betray your kind, kind of. You're doing it for the right reasons, but it is a big thing for you to do. You've got to kill that baby because you've got to know that it's doomed and then you show that, but you kill the baby off camera, obviously, and then that's the thing that pushes you to betray everybody and everything and all the rest of it because the baby was never going to make it because it's got bad magic in it. So just to really sort of break that down, your change is kill a baby. Yeah, or if that's too much... Maybe. Because Lothar and the Queen are definitely boning, right, at the end where she's the Queen still and they're like, Lothar, we love you. He does the dip. He does a Strictly Come Dancing dip, just kisses her. And that's it. So extremes there from me, obviously, but that's what I think. Wow. (laughs) I I like both of them. Thank you. Uh, So it's incest or baby killing. (laughs) But this, that's not your brother, I can tell. It is. But she's like, no, absolutely not. I've uh, done it for sure. Yours is great. Uh, mine's really basic. I, I, I just think the arrogance of not giving your movie a satisfying ending in, by yeah, being so, so certain you're going to get a sequel. It's just, it, it, it really spoils this movie. Goldan, I'm sorry, it has to die. Yes. I don't care about the lore of the game. He's the big bad. You end with which really leans into the sequel, although this wasn't going to be the sequel, you like have the orcs hoisting Gamora up. Sure, yeah. And, and being like, she's our new leader. Definitely. After like, they kill, they all band together and kill Goldam. Yes, it's uh, come at a price for her, but it was worth it. The big bad is dead. It's all fine. I mean, he's so evil. That whole sucking the life force out of the guy, it's like, you know... And every... he's not good for them as well. It's not no. like he's got one eye on... Like, everything he's doing, these orcs that you've come to love through the, you know, through Duratan and his stuff... The, everything he wants is bad, and so he has to die. Exactly. So, yeah, Goldan must die. Don't expect a sequel because life. Right then, that is us done with Warcraft. I've got a clue for next week. So do I, but mine is one hit wonder. Do you get it? A bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel that I need to do mine just to give people a fighting chance. But you're going to put it on the internet. Yeah, I will do. Uh, Once we finish this episode, you can explain to me exactly what that means. But sure, (laughs) the clue for next week's pairing, uh, one hit wonder. Fine, emphasis on the hit. (laughs) Right, sure. And the one, sort of. Okay. Yeah? One (laughs) One hit hit wonder. wonder. Sure, I'm still no closer to understanding it, but we'll do it after the episode. And that is it. We are back on Thursday talking Dungeons and Dragons. Honour among thieves and seeing which film in this clash will be victorious until then please subscribe on Apple, Spotify wherever you get your pods and follow us on Twitter and Instagram please do it now until Thursday have a great week Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network